Ray. Good morning, John. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to me. It's Friday. Everybody should be happy. I like that. Actually, yeah, that's a nice little jingle. Yeah, it's from uh, 1913, the uh, Ballads of Joseph Franks. He was a minstrel circus performer. That's amazing that you can just come up with that total BS and, and give a it. name. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Google it. I, I would if I had any doubt that it might be accurate. Really? Yeah. But the fact that I know for certain... I feel very confident that that is complete horseshit. You know, I think the problem, Ray, is that you're just not aware of the fact, which is uh, in a part of our discussion today. We're going to talk about management awareness. Absolutely. What a great tie-in. Where is so, your uh, Red Bull? I'm, I'm Red Bull free right now. You didn't Red Bull today? I did not Red Bull today. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did coffee. Thus. Thus? Thus. All right. Uh, my eyes have been opened, Ray. <laughs> it is. Uh, it I is. Am, uh, listen. One thirty-nine in the p.m. Right. Even though we say good morning, uh, I can't say this. anything else. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I am a Renaissance man. I I, I can change. I, I adapt. You know, this is the second podcast we've recorded today. True. The first one. Uh, did not pass the... You got a little quiet on me. I said, maybe it's the topic. Let's I try think, another topic. I think you got quiet on me. Uh, let's play the tape. <laughs> All right. All right let's, I'll tell you what. We're going to stop the episode right now. Right. We're going to play the tape of the no, other episode we're not. unedited. No, we're not. We're and then we'll come forward. back. We're going to go forward. And uh, yeah, so we do have a topic. Um, it's a hot day outside, though. Do you want to talk about the weather, the fishing? No? Nothing? You got nothing for me? Why? It's July, man. Happy Independence Day. Yeah, 4th of July. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Been yeah. a lot of fireworks. Actually, no. not so much. Yeah, it won't. It won't. This is the year without fireworks. Kind of like the year without a Santa Claus. So, Ray, I'm not sure if you know this, but I live on the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. You do, and your studio is on the banks of the beautiful Tennessee Absolutely. River, or our coincidentally studio, so our studio. Yes, yeah, so I uh, where I'm positioned on the lake is right by the Chickamauga Dam, so I can see all the way down to Chattanooga, like the Chattanooga airspace. Right, I can see all the way up to like Harrison, up to the north of us, like Sequoia Nuclear Plant. Right, uh, when I sit out on my back porch on Independence Day. My neighbors in these uh, condos, they will uh, do their own fireworks display, nice. which is wonderful. I mean, yeah. I don't know how much money they spend, but it's just as good as the ones you see at the Chattanooga Lookouts or anywhere else. Wow, really? Yeah, really cool, like right next door. So that's cool. But then I can see the ones over at the park across the lake. I can see the ones from downtown. I can see the ones from, I don't know, East Ridge. Yeah. Like, literally, I can sit here and watch like 12 fireworks shows. Well, my, my cat loves it. Oh, yeah, I bet he does. I bet he does. You know, serves that damn cat right. Yeah. But, what what that cat ever do to you, right? Uh, made me sneeze, made my eyes water. Right. But, you know, I like your cat. Um, my daughter works at Rock City. Yes. And the owner of Rock City, mm -hmm. every year, 
puts on a fireworks display for, they call them partners, right? All mm-hmm. of the employees are partners. So it's for the partners of Rock City. Parks closed, no tourists, no uh, other paying people. And other people are not allowed to watch it. It's just for the employees. It's for the employees right, right. off the edge. Rock City sits right up on a bluff, right? Yeah. And right off the edge of the bluff and an unbelievable fireworks display. And so we've gone with her as, you know, family members. They allow family. They do. Okay. And uh, enjoyed this fireworks display. And then once the fireworks, which is an amazing fireworks display that he puts on, um, you can look out over off of the side of this mountain and see all the fireworks displays going Ooh, on throughout the, the nice. valley there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, however, this year they're not doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've read of several that are canceled. Right, right. Um, this year's not doing it. I, just I, for, I haven't yeah. talked to the neighbors. I hope that they're going to still do it. But we, we should videotape this uh I say videotape. That's funny. There's no videotape anymore. Right, right. We should shoot video Shows your age. from my lake level perspective and your mountaintop perspective. We can compare notes. That would be great. Because yeah. I kind of feel like, you know, I'm the mountaintop and you're the valley. Well, I mean, I am taller than you, so that's not really <laughs> fair. No, of course, you are the, the taller gentleman and the older gentleman. I I, gentlemen, I do uh, I do confer that that is accurate on both accounts. Yeah. I am taller and I am older. Yeah, you're like the senior citizen of our little clique of our friend group. I remember but, back in my time. I don't know. You're the guy calling it videotape. <laughs> wow. Oh, what would you call it? Like you, you, uh, phonograph? <laughs> we should phonograph the fireworks. Hey, I get out of sit on the line. I call it a digital recording. A visual digital recording. That's what I call it. A visual digital recording. No, I you flipped it. A digital video recording. A digital video recording. So a DVR. Right. Okay. Or otherwise known as DVR. Okay. So, so you're gonna go with that. So, that, with DVR. That's where so there we are. All right. Um, so we are talking today. We have a, a topic, which is management management awareness. But let me just uh, rephrase. So we are talking today. Yes, and and we do have a topic. Yeah. You're just clarifying those things that we know, are going to be you, talking. You want to break it down to each and, individual and, word. And we do we, have a topic. We are talking. <laughs> I mean, how how far do you want to go here, John? No, I think you couldn't have explained it better. Look, look, folks, listening, we are going to be talking today, and we have a topic, and that topic is... But if you combine all that into one (laughs) thought track, right? We're talking today, and we have a topic, right? It's all kind of one continuous thought. Yeah, you know what I mean? Which is... We're talking today on a topic, and the topic is management awareness. Management awareness. Now, this is a topic that I love. Right. I'm so glad you brought it up and that this is your topic of the day. Uh, management awareness, which I'm laughing because I'm the one that brought it up. You did. You did. Actually, the so, first recording was the topic that I had brought up. Yeah. We see how well that went. Well, they won't see how well that went because we are re-recording. But so the 
the re- so it's my topic. So now it's in my responsibility to keep the discussion going and to right. you know and, throw out some what ifs and, and and sometimes I think when I bring up the topic, yeah, I'm like, I get lazy. You know, well, it, and and here's one element of that topic, and you'll go, yeah, <laughs> that is one. Yep. And I'll go. So what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, that's good. I agree. With <laughs> <you>. <laughs> like, Come on, man, <laughs> give me something. Uh, you know, and, and this is a problem with that. And you're like, I, I can see that. Yeah, that, that would be a problem. <laughs> okay, are we done? I mean, maybe that's why I like having your topic and my topic. Right. It's your responsibility if it's your topic. To right, but it. I don't, I don't deflect on your topics. I engage. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you got a point. Maybe I'm a crappy co-host. <laughs> No, man. I wouldn't have anybody so, else. I don't know. Are you interviewing other co-hosts? No, I don't know. Absolutely not. Absolutely Jeez. not. No, it's I'm, I'm you sorry or nothing. I don't fulfill you in that way, it's Ray. It's you or nothing. I just... Uh, but you know me. I'm going to point them out. I'm going <laughs> to point out those idiosyncrasies that you have. Fair enough. I'm Fair enough. I will, is, try, so, but I will try So let's engage on your topic. I'm ready. Okay. So management awareness. What I mean by that is... You have this saying that you like to throw out there is every problem is a management problem. Every solution is a management solution. Well, my kind of furtherance of that idea is we, how do our managers stay engaged and know what's going on in the dealership? Amen. Right? I mean, we, we're expected to have sales at a certain level well that requires us to know what inventory we have what do our salesmen know you know have i made sure that they have the tools yeah have i made sure that the software is working you know what about ordering vehicles what about our trade-in evaluation you know there's all this stuff that falls on a sales manager's shoulders yeah and he's expected to be aware of all of it absolutely so it's it's not an easy job we give managers a hard time we do. Right? We do. But we recognize, having been in the role, yeah. it's not an easy job. Right? There's I, a lot I, of pressure. And, you know, I mean, it's... That's kind of why we give them a hard time. Right, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and and we recognize that, you know, I mean, it's... They may... The, your dealership may tell you it's a five-day-a-week job. <laughs> it's not a five-day-a-week job. Come on. Well, I'm giving you a day off, except for at the end of the month or the beginning of the month or, you know, when things aren't going well. Or My, my favorite qu- favorite two questions about the car business. When I was a salesman, uh, I had friends and family ask me, well, what do you get paid? <laughs> right? Good question. <laughs> so my, my common response was, well, I get paid commission, whatever I sell. They said, you don't have a salary, you don't have a base, you don't have a defined... I'm like, yeah, they'll pay me minimum wage for a month or two. <laughs> right. But if that's all I'm making... Yeah, I ain't going to be there very right. long. And, and they the, let me know that. And then when I was a sales manager, and they say, well, what's your schedule? <laughs> yeah, what's right. my schedule? My schedule is if we're open, I got to make sure the deals are happening. Right. Now, do I need to be there? From the time we open the doors to the time we close, seven days a week. Right. Well, hopefully not. And and even, you know, just thinking most recently, the last job I was in management, right? And uh, there were days. I had days off, right? I mean, I had two days off a week. We were open on Sundays. Okay. So, you know, shorter time period. Yeah, I mean, normally... 
But at least in the Bible Belt here in Tennessee, and, you're closed on Sunday. And this was in Tennessee. I mean, you know, yeah. and, uh, and you know, I mean, I had days off, but all a day off meant to me was I could show up at the dealership to do some work in something other than the branded company shirt. Right. Oh, I mean, oh. I, I was still going in because there was still stuff that right, needed to get done, right. and there was stuff you know maybe. Well, you know, I didn't I even could, think about that. What what came to mind was you could still go in, and at any point you could say, "All right, well, I'm going to get out right, of here." Right, and that was the other advantage, right? <laughs> right? That that I would go in and just do a couple little things, and I could leave yeah. rather than be there bell to bell. But yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't truly. Uh, as the rest of the world would look at it, a quote-unquote day off. Yeah, and the sad part about that is when you do leave on your day off, people are going, what the hell? Is Ray, is Ray yeah. leaving? Yeah, it's only 1 well, o'clock. I saw, I saw Ray here earlier. Where did yeah. he go? <laughs> it's, one, well, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So, well, and that's why I wore non-branded <laughs> People would know, all right, so they would if know. Ray's not wearing his shirt, right. it's his off day. It's his off day. Uh, great mind trick. So right? leave him alone. Well thought out. Let him close his office door. There you go. Yeah, he's, there he, right. At the 13-minute mark was the point that you felt like you needed to move the mic. So <laughs> the audio might be crap up until 13 minutes, and from then on... I, it didn't really do much. Uh, and depending on how much we edit, it might be the 26-minute <laughs> mark. It might be the 8-minute mark. And that's the thing. I mean, we can we can edit, right? Yeah. We can we can resolve any issues that may be occurring because of the location of the mic in post. This is great uh, awareness of management subject matter. No, we're, we're really 13 just, minutes we're, in, and we're doing a great job. We're talking about your propensity to adjust things midstream. You want your pilot to just set the controls and go, all right, we should be there in a few hours. I don't know. Hel- heaven I, forbid know that I, I adjust I, I, things. I appreciate you being my pilot. Uh, co-pilot, right? All right. We, we are both co-pilots. So anyway, <laughs> management awareness. And we've, we've given them kudos. Now let's rip them apart. And let's be honest. I mean, about half the people listen because of the content. And about half the people listen... Just for, because they want to hear a couple of car guys talk about the car business. Okay. Let's talk about the car business. So the fact that I'm saying the fact that thing that you just said there. The fact we've was, done half an episode and not talked about the topic. I don't know. We did. We did. We kind of you know because we talked about management engagement. We kind of gave some kudos to the managers to say we get it right it's not an easy job it's a virtual six or seven day a week job it's always something that's a stressor on you there are a lot of balls in the air a lot of things being thrown at you however now let's talk about how you suck (laughs) (laughs) no i i I think uh, we can come at this from an angle of well, number one, what information should be flowing toward a manager? Amen. You know, that may not be. Okay. I uh, like it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, they, yeah, we, we task a person with an impossible job with there, there aren't enough hours in the day to complete. Right. And, and you know, then we want to, we want to beat them up for not completing two of the hours of the 26 hour job they were supposed to do. Or we want to throw on more. This stuff's important. 
Don't let this go. Right? Hey, you, you have your four quadrants of urgent and important. Right. Important, urgent, and then not urgent and not important. Right. Well, the, the list in the urgent and important box is ever-growing, and yes. the others are empty. Yeah. <laughs> right? Hey, I need you to do this. All right? Uh, where, you know, when? Do you need it now? Or, you know, right. should so, I put it above this? Yes. So, so that goes to a good point. Right? How does a manager organize his time in order to make sure that these things, training, coaching, follow-up, you know, check-ins, all is occurring? Chickens? No, check-ins. Oh, I thought we were talking about like a rural dealership and... How are the chickens a... doing? <laughs> <laughs> Might want to throw some feed out for the pigs. I don't know. God. I, at least I'm not the only one who calls you out, right? I mean, you know, it, it definitely comes back at me. Right back at you, Ray. Ah, there you go. Hey, uh, you know, another idea to think of here is... <laughs> Seeing how we fully explored my idea. <laughs> Let's go and transition to your idea. Please go. <laughs> well, what was your idea that we didn't explore? That That there are important things that need to be higher on the radar and scheduled that aren't the urgent in the dealership, right? right? Getting this report out, all the all the aspects of management that is hugely time consuming and equates to more required than time allows. Right, right. But there are those things that are important. But please, let's transition. No, 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 no. I, I think we ought to stay on this for a minute. That's that's a great point. So, yeah, I think, I mean, obviously the Covey thing is, you know, one way to do that. You, you got two categories, important and urgent. Right. Some of the things are both right. important and urgent. Some of the things are one or the other. Right. And some of the things are neither. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I mean, when it comes to the list of the 50 things you need to do every day or in a week. Right. I think it's a good practice to categorize those. I mean, you know, I, I'm not really that organized. Yeah. I'm more of a... Uh, I'm organized on the data end of it. You know, what are our trades worth? How are we doing on our trades? How are we doing on gross? How, what's our F&I penetration? Right. You know, what... what Closing that, percentages. Right. Yeah. Yeah, all of that stuff. I, I'm a data-driven guy on that. But when it comes to, you know, all right, I'm going to walk in this morning. What am I going to do? Well, hell, I'm going to do whatever I can do to sell a car today. Right. You know, I'm the old school. Nothing happens until you sell a car. Right. So everything about my day, no matter what kind of I have planned, if an opportunity to sell a car comes up, that's my priority. Yeah. That's what's urgent and important. Amen. Yeah. And, yeah. and I've talked to a number of dealers and general managers who will tell me, you know, with all the requirements coming at me from my manufacturer, you know, the one thing I keep saying to my manufacturer rep is, when the hell am I supposed to sell a car? Right. right? Because if I'm doing all these things that you're asking me to do and jumping through all these hoops, you know, I mean, that means I am not working to sell a car. I'm working to provide you with data or, you know, fulfill your requirement. And and that's not helping me sell get my one. SFE money. In. Right. It's not helping me sell one more car. Right. So I, I completely agree. At the end of the day, your ultimate responsibility is sell more cars. But the, the reality of the situation is coaching and engagement with your sales force and knowledge of how they're doing, how they're progressing, and how they're moving up is critical to selling more cars. 
right? Amen. So, uh, yeah, I would think that would fall into the important category, not necessarily urgent, right? Like, I don't have to do it right this minute. The world's not going to stop turning right. if I don't go jump on that right now. But it, I do need to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, let's. what should they be aware of? Well, again, you know, some of the things are uh, inventory. What's my BDC campaign going to be? What's my marketing effort going to be? Again, Salesforce, and that encompasses everything. Yeah. Uh, who's on it? Do I need to add people? Do I need to watch this guy? Maybe he's not a perfect fit. What kind of training needs to happen? So when I think of management awareness, I, I can't help think of other departments, right? Like BDC. So I want to talk with the BDC manager pretty much daily and throughout the day. Oh, God, yes. I want to know what appointments are coming in, kind of what the situation is. I mean, I've worked in a dealership uh, as a consultant where every BDC appointment had a little appointment sheet filled out. Now, we could either print that out of the CRM with the notes on it, or we could handwrite it if that wasn't possible. But there was a sheet on the desk for every appointment. And so I could pick that up, you know, and I had them in chronological order for the manager. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he knew, all right, what's the, my next appointment? Yeah. All right, I did that one or that one didn't show. It goes in the no-show stack or the handled stack. All right, what's the next one? Right. And throughout the day, I want to inform that BDC manager, hey, this guy showed up. Here's right. what's going on. Reach back out to him. Or don't reach back out to him because yeah. we're working it yeah. in. You know, either right. way. And then, I mean, that's just one aspect of it. That's how you can communicate with a BDC, how you can have more awareness, and, and how the BDC should be communicating with the manager. Yeah. You know, tell me what unsold traffic you got back in. Yeah. Because I need to pull that deal back up and see where we were. I need to talk to that salesman before the guy gets here. Right. Kind of see what the situation was. And there's higher level communication that needs to occur, right? Because I've been in those dealerships where they were providing those sheets those uh, appointments for the day, and at the end of the day, I go into the sales tower, and they're still sitting in the same stack as they were when the BDC manager came right. back and laid Hadn't back been down. touched. Hadn't been touched. And I know for a fact, because, you know, I mean, a couple of them are actually working a deal, and a couple of them came and left, and, and yeah, so... Yeah, provide this great information, but if you don't have a process to make sure your management team is reviewing those or at least grabbing those as people are coming in, then what's it worth? Yeah, I, I, I get it. And yes, we that's maybe a separate discussion of you know what's the management process for these types of things. Um, but yeah, let's, let's all agree that we should be get, feeding them the information. Yeah. Let's talk about sales. Don't feed oh, them right. the information without a process in place to make sure that information that's being fed is actually helping, right? Is actually being utilized. Agreed. Because there's no it point. It's useless work. Right. There's no point in filling out sheets that are going to sit on the back and get thrown away at the end of the day because nobody bothered to look at them. Agreed. Agreed. And, and that comes and, down and to. And that may be the case, which is fine. Let's admit that's the case and not do that that task anymore right right yeah. uh, efficiency right don't don't look around going oh no this is a great idea and we're going to use it and we're going to implement it and you don't 
And then you still say, oh, no, 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 that's a great idea. We don't want to give right. up on that. Uh, no, at some point, admit to yourself, this is not going to work. Yeah, and that could be of two reasons. One, it's politics, where I don't want to say this right. is a crappy idea. Or the other one is, no, I think that's a good idea. I just don't ever seem to get around to it. Yeah. You know, then you got to kind of have some self-accountability to yeah. be like, okay, maybe I think in theory it's a great idea, yeah. but I never seem to get to it. So I'm going to tell them to pause that for a while, right? you know, and until I can organize my schedule better where I can utilize the information they're trying to give yeah. me. And ultimately, I think it comes down to if they see it as valuable information, they're going to go to it, right? So it's either... Show them that how much better would it have been with this customer had you been aware, had you reached behind you and grabbed off of the credenza the sheet that had this guy's information on it and what he was looking for than what he experienced. Totally, totally agree. Right. And I think that's where the, you know, leave your ego at the door. Let's come in and sit down and talk about the process. You know, let, let's hammer that out. Right. Because I think it's, again, we've talked about this time and time again. From the manufacturer, the dealer, the GM, GSM, sales manager, service managers, there is a sale occurring. Yeah, every time. You know, where the, the manufacturer is selling the dealer on why if he's a Cadillac dealer, he needs to treat those customers a little bit differently. Wow. You know, there's a, there's a sale occurring when a GSM tells a sales manager, you ought to be using these appointment sheets from the BDC. Right. Right? But it's... You can't just say this is the new policy. Here it is. Hey, here's you a tool. It ought to help you out. Yeah, it no, goes let, to buy-in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which we've talked about before. Is yeah. Let's let's set the standard and then let's get agreement that this is the standard you're expected to follow. And here's why. Yeah. Right. Here's why we just did an be, episode on accountability. Yeah. This is why it's going to be to your advantage to do this. And I mean, many times I've gone and I'm meeting with the dealer and I'm meeting with the, the GM and they're both like, oh my gosh, that's a great idea. We're going to do that. We're going to implement that. And then it's not being implemented, but you bring the managers together in a meeting and the GM's excited about it. And the dealer's excited about it. So they're, oh yeah, no, you know what? I'm sorry. You're right. We should have used that. And, but they're not going to use it. Right, so you have to have an environment where they're willing to and enabled to say, here's why we're not using it. Right. Or right. you recognize you don't get the value. You're missing the value of what I'm providing you. Let me help you understand the value rather than going, well, if you're not going to use it, I'll find somebody who will. Right. Get the hell out of here. Right. right, right. Tell me why it's not being used. Yeah. You know, or, and, and let me tell you, let me put as much ownership on this process on me as the GM to help you understand the value I see in this. Right. Right. So if you don't see the same value, please tell me why. If you do, if you truly do, then you'll use it. Yeah. No, I think it comes down to something we've talked about before is people... I think my dad told me this one time is you can tell what's important to people by the actions they take and what they do. Right. You know? Yeah. Like if I say it's important to me to have these BDC appointment papers on my desk and then I don't do anything with them. It's, is it really important? To no. Me? Right. That's exactly uh, right. Yeah. 
You I can mean, see. Yeah, you can tell by the actions people take what is important to them. And it's not a matter of beating up the people who don't do it. It's just a matter of engaging with them to say, they don't get the value here. But, but, I see a value here. I need you to either understand the value or I need you to express to me why in, in, a, in a safe environment, in an environment where you're not jeopardizing your job, to tell me what is it that you don't see valuable about this process. Which I think can translate into another phrase is you're saying make the GSM or the GM or the dealer aware yeah. of the situation which is exactly what we're talking about today, is if there is a salesperson problem or a BDC problem, the, the manager has a requirement and a responsibility and an expectation of the people around him that he is made aware of this situation. Yeah. And by the same token, the dealer, the GM, the GSM should have an expectation to be made aware of why this process isn't working. Yeah. And should be seeking, not only should the information flow that way, but it should also be asked the other way. Yeah, absolutely. You That's know, it, my point. Yeah. Is this not working? Yep. Why is it not working? Why are you not using it? How is it not helpful? Right. Well, maybe we need to tweak it. Maybe we need to do away with it entirely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but Which, which but, is a possibility, right? I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's not going to work here. Not because, oh, it's not going to work here. <laughs> right? I, mean, I love it. Uh, it'll never work here, right. Ray. I've, I've been in dealerships. That may work in the big city. Won't work here. Right. I'm As you have, John. Or, or the other way around. Uh, that may work in the smaller towns, but it will not work here, Ray, I assure you. Or it may work in the big dealerships in you know, the downtown areas, but it ain't going to work here. That's what I uh, and do you like my two accents when I talk? I do, yeah. Well, I, I have my big good. city accent and my country dealership right, go, accent. Let me hear them again. You got a big city? Big city? It right. won't work here, Ray. That may work in the big city, but it won't work here. All right, now the small town. Ray, I, I understand that may work in the smaller dealerships you've been in. It's not going to work here, Ray, I assure you. Okay. So the small town guy is just like a regular talking voice. <laughs> if, if you're from Tennessee, it may be a regular talking voice. <laughs> but the big city guy's like got a little gruff thing going on. Like, Ray. No, it's the opposite. No, the, the big city guy was guy's rough. No, rough. you the, said the big city guy was like, "Hey, Ray, I ain't gonna work here in the big no, city." No, we'll go How back and listen. How confused are you? We'll go back and listen. Yeah, play the tape, bro. Absolutely, Jeez, I you, did it twice. Well, maybe you flipped it up on the second time when I was actually paying attention. <sighs> so, and this has been a and, pleasure, Ray. And my, <laughs> Your face and your hand gesture does not indicate that it's truly been a pleasure. However, let me go to my point. I need another glass of iced tea. Which is, we have been in dealerships all over the country, and every time they will say, hey, that may work at other dealerships, but we, we're different here. Right. And when you dig in, every time I look and go, you're not different. I mean, the, pro the process works, bro. It's the same thing, right? I mean, everybody wants to, oh, that may work other places, but they going to work here because we got something different going on. Yeah, I mean, we have different hurdles we got to run through. We got different uh, geography or, you know, uh, mentality of customer. No, no, it works. You just are not, you're accepting the excuse rather than employing the, the benefit. Yeah, uh, the geography excuse was common. 
I mean, the, you know, uh, several times I've been in a dealership and they explained to me how the terrain of the surrounding geography impacted their business. Oh, yeah. Great point, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, John. I appreciate that. No problem. I, I, well, are you being sarcastic? I don't know. Play the tape. No, please. Tell me. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, uh, I, I can't infer from your voice. So I went to a place where geography was actually an issue in West Virginia. Yeah. And they said, please, you don't please. understand, Ray. We're kind of set up here on the side of a mountain and we only have one demographic that we can deal with because other people aren't going to come here because, you know, we're... They got to go over the mountain. Yeah, because, yeah, it's the okay. terrain, the geography. Wow. Okay. Actually impacted. I have actually never run into that. Yes. I'm surprised to learn that. No. Okay. I can tell you, a Chevy dealer in West Virginia. Where I went sea to level, regularly. people operate a little differently. When here. it's all flat <laughs> terrain, people can get here. But when <laughs> but the geography actually limited people from. Okay. Yeah. If I've got to go over. It's only one ferry and it's 20 miles up. It's right? one town over, but it's over the mountain. Uh. Oh. Well, you know, actually, I mean, that's kind of funny that I'm kind of being proven wrong here. But right up the road from us, we have, uh, like, Dayton is on one side of the river. Takes right. 30 minutes to get to from here. Right. On the other side of the river, we have, like, Harrison in Cleveland, Tennessee, which you can go up a highway and get there on the other side of the river. Right. But if you want to go between the two... I mean, there there is a bridge on up the river, but you got to either go 20 miles north and cross a bridge, or go 20 miles south and cross a bridge. Right. So literally, there you could, as the crow flies, they're five miles apart. All right. By driving distance, they're about 30, 40 miles apart. So in your sarcasm, you realize that You're, my point was yeah. Uh, could be accurate. I, I really could not see it when you said it, but <laughs> I, I guess you're right. Thank Touché, you, John. Right? Thank you, John. Touché. I appreciate that very much. All right. All so right. management awareness, uh, what we're talking about, we can wrap up here soon, but what, what this is all about is let's feed the managers the information they need to do their job. Right. And let's also ask the managers to be requesting the information they need to do their jobs. Right. The example you said in the last episode is, um, you know, I'm a sales manager and I haven't met my goals. I haven't met my job expectations. I'm going to blame my salesman because I have a crappy salesman. Well, I mean, did I seek out ways to help that salesman? Right. You know, is it a lack of training? Is it a lack of management? Is it a lack of accountability? Yeah. Did I do everything I could do to make sure he was successful so that I would be successful? Right. So the dealership is successful. Yeah. Because there was something about him at the point that I hired him right. that made me think he would be a, a good member of our team. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Right? He's not just, well, he's got a heartbeat. Yeah, sign him up. Not just some jabroni. <laughs> but, and it goes back to prioritization. Right? What's important? Is it really important to you? Do you see the value? I think in order for something to be important to you, you have to see the value in what you're being asked to do. Amen. All right. I, I totally agree. Yeah. Well, uh, is there something else you'd like to add or should we wrap up here? I think we should wrap up. I all think right. that's good. I think we got it all out there. Good stuff, right? Well, I appreciate you joining me today in our studio and I appreciate the folks listening out there and, uh, 
you know, in the the uh, what is it called? The uh, ether. Yeah, uh, I thought there was another word for it. Yeah, I guess after it's on the World Wide Web. After in the uh, something sphere. Stratosphere. Stratosphere. Ecosphere. Ecosphere. I don't know. Out there in the ether, Ray, I appreciate them listening, and I hope that you will invite them back. Well, and John, I thank you. Do you? Yeah. You're because welcome, you are, I would not have it any other way. Fantastic. Then having you as my partner in this, and uh, I appreciate what you bring, and yeah, so we're... All for one and one for all, Ray. Amen. Let's do amen. it. Let's make well, the magic happen. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. So just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. You've got it. Great.